Hey, what's up, everybody? Have I told you about Anchor yet? If I haven't, it's where this podcast that you're about to listen to was recorded. Now, Anchor is re- really the easiest way to make a podcast because they have recording and editing tools right on the app for you. They help you out with distributing out your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just about any platform you can think about. And guess what? They even help you out with making a little bit of money on the side with your podcast. And if you're really interested in it, Go check out the anchor.fm site, or you can even download the app right off of your App Store or Google Play Store. Go check them out. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. just want to welcome everybody on to today. want to wish you guys a happy Sunday. I'm recording this on December 12th, 2021. Uh, Raiders are actually in action today, uh, as well are the Lakers. So I'll be talking both about about both games. I'll be talking about the Dodgers as well in this game in this podcast as well. So just want to welcome everybody. Hope you guys have been having a great week, and hope you guys have been having a good time. Uh, just overall, I know it's been a while since I actually recorded a podcast. Uh, so for any of you guys who have been looking out for them, definitely want to appreciate you guys, and definitely want, just want to send out my thank yous uh, for that. Um, but I have ha- um, had a little bit of a transition when, or you know, when it came, when it comes down to the podcast, I ended up changing hosting platforms again. Um, I'm back now. Um, hopefully, you guys are liking are liking the, um, you know, the the product I guess that I'm putting out there. You know, the uh, the quality of the podcast that I'm putting out there. Definitely want to just continue to better myself each and every, every each and every episode, really, so that way I bring you guys the best possible podcast out there. Um, so definitely just want to extend out my, my gratitude to all of you guys and, um, you know, definitely want to just thank you. So we're going to get right into it here, guys. Um, as I mentioned, I'll be talking about the Dodgers, talking about the Raiders. I'm actually going to finish off with the Lakers on this one. So there's been a lot of news talking about a player that I that I talked about even uh, the beginning of this season or even a season before that. Um, so we'll be talking more about that. I'll be kind of leaving that as a teaser or if you'd like or if you listen or if you ended up reading the uh uh, title of today's podcast you know exactly who i'm going to talk about <laughs> so it's not much of a teaser if you would huh so as i mentioned guys we're going to get right into it here we're going to get right into the dodgers just giving you guys a quick little update on everything that's going on when it comes down to all the other transitions all the transactions and everything that's going on <sighs> i'm gonna sigh here guys and give you guys a long one because there's a lot of things that i'm not liking but it's understandable when it comes down to it, when it comes down to it, really. So the first things that I noticed here, the first things that have been showing that have been coming out in reports. Number one that I really didn't like is Kenley Jansen. I know some of you guys maybe have seen this. I've seen it all around Twitter, all over, all over social media, all over the Internet. Kenley Jensen has been in talks with the New York Yankees and talking about how he would be perfect for New York and this and that and blah, blah, blah. I don't know, guys. It'll be it'll be a tough one. I definitely don't want to lose. I definitely don't want to lose Kenley Jensen. He's been a a great, I mean, a great relief pitcher. He's been a great guy, a great pitcher, a great guy that you want to see in the Dodgers uniform, that kind of guy, you know. But I mean, the guy has been amazing his entire time with the Dodgers. You know, it's kind of it will suck in order to see him in a different uniform. But you understand the move. You understand the reasons why. And you feel confident that the Dodgers will have a, a pitcher, another guy to kind of take his place and to move on forward. So, 
It's just one of those things, though, unfortunately, that we have to see what happens when it comes down to it. The uh, next thing that I did want to bring up is the whole um, Mad Max situation when it comes down to Max Scherzer. Uh, so with Mad Max, the Dodgers are now in a, in a bit of a scramble in order to go ahead and look for his replacement now that he's with the Mets. And honestly, I don't think it's going to be much of a hard time finding a replacement for him because all in all, we had we only had him for, what, half a season? If that, it wasn't really even half a whole season. He did great in the very beginning of it and all that. I'm not going to lie. He did amazing. He was looking like the Max Scherzer that everybody knows, everybody loves. But towards the end, towards even when it got close to the postseason, when it got close to the uh, playoffs there, he showed his his signs of aging and that he was not the quite the Max Scherzer that won the World Series with the Nationals and and, and so on and so forth. So it's, I don't think it's going to be much. I don't think it's going to be really that difficult in order to find a replacement for him, if you would. The guy that I can think of, he's actually coming off of an injury. He actually there's some reports about him that he's not going to have to go through major surgery um, after having a whole season. Um, dealing with with uh, recovering from an injury, and that's Danny Duffy. So we actually acquired him uh, in the middle of the season, actually right before we acquired um, Max Scherzer. God, I can't believe I just thought about his name. So we acquired him right right around the same time as we as we acquired Max Scherzer. He was actually one of the pitchers that we acquired before Max uh, before we acquired Max. So when it comes down to it, though, guys, he he was. Dealing with the with an injury, it was in it's it is in his pitching arm and everything, and it can, and it turned down that he and it turns out that he actually is avoiding having to take major or having to deal with major surgery, and then that in a good in a good sense is going to make it so then he doesn't have to retire or anything like that, and he can have another season at least to see what he got you know or what he's going to be able to do this season coming up. Not to say that he's going to be the guy that can replace Max uh, Scherzer. Or anything like that or to go ahead and be that caliber of a pitcher but overall he adds a lot of depth to the to the pitching staff and it makes it makes it easier for some of the guys to be more fresh when it comes down to the postseason because you got to think about it guys it's a it's a long long season it's 162 games it's a lot of games nobody even the nba is only 82 you know so it's like you know you have a whole lot more games, and yes, I understand maybe baseball is not that grueling, but for pitchers, it's a really grueling sport. You know, you put a lot of a uh, lot of stress on on your arm, a lot of stress on your body when you're a pitcher. Now, guys, the last thing here, there's still more talks about Freddie Freeman, and I know we have talked and talked and talked, and he's been all over the news, all over social media. I'm thinking it's gonna happen, guys. I'm really thinking it's gonna happen. Now, he's a guy that is from, like I mentioned, he's from Southern California. I, he's, I don't see him going with the Angels, especially with all, with how everything's going with the Angels. I feel like he's going to want to go to a team where he can still be competitive, but he wants to come home. I, I, I want to I wanna think that way. All the reports have been coming out. People have even mentioned that people that are close to him have mentioned that, you know, so on and so forth. But we'll see what happens. I really do think that that's going to be one of the biggest signings of this offseason and it'll be one of the biggest things that can actually solidify us as continuing to be a top you know one of the top teams to compete for the world series you know moving forward now guys 
speaking of competing and speaking of effort, I want to go and talk about the Raiders. So Raiders are going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. We are what seven and or six and six right now. You know, seven and six sounds a whole lot better than six and seven, in my opinion. <laughs> you know, even my boy Q from uh, Raider Nation Radio it mentioned that, and I definitely think that that's one hundred and ten percent the the truth right there when it comes down to that. We'll have to go in and see exactly what happens though um, on this um, on this game with the Chiefs. Chiefs are definitely a, a tough team. They're a team that actually this year their defense is a whole lot better than their offense. Their offense is definitely getting getting on the right track. You know, they're each each week they're definitely looking better and better. So when it comes down to the Chiefs, it's really going to come down to our team. You know, the Raiders really staying focused you know everybody doing what their what their job is you know making sure that they're paying close attention to details and speaking of which it reminds me everything that i'm kind of talking about right now it reminds me a lot of what lincoln kennedy was talking about earlier you know he's uh on silver and black i believe it's a some sort of a, a tv show or something like that i believe that they have on raider uh, for the raiders uh, but let me let me just go and play the clip here. So it's uh, basically Lincoln, Lincoln Kennedy getting a question about, you know, uh, start getting, you know, kind of starting off the game and, and uh, you know, more in a fast pace kind of kind of a way, you know, making sure to get out, get out running and uh, get off, get off to a fast start overall. Because as we known this entire season, even when John Gruden was a head coach this entire season, we've had a tough time getting getting the ball rolling, scoring points early. Making sure that we're going off to an early head start, you know, and all that. But let me just play the clip here, and we'll go ahead and uh, talk a little bit about it afterwards as well. ...to get the team motivated to get out quicker. It's called accountability. The fact is, yeah, as a player, you got to do everything you're right. And, and what I mean by that is whatever your responsibility is. As an offensive tackle, my responsibility was to keep the quarterback and running backs clean. So I'm going to go out there and give my best effort when I'm out there on a the football field. I'm paying attention to details. I'm not creating committing penalties, which hurts your team. And I'm not losing focus. The tra- task at hand is what you need to do. And that's for every single player on that football field. This team is talented enough and deep enough to have that type of success if they go out there. You look at the first time they played Kansas City. What hurt them? Penalties and extended drives on Kansas City's offense. Penalties and the nullified drives on our offense and not putting up enough points. You're not going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs kicking field goals. Well, let's talk about it. Alrighty, guys. So that was Lincoln Kennedy. And, man, I just got to say, the guy is doing his thing when it comes down to, you know, his broadcasting. He even does some broadcasting for the games every single Sunday. Uh, so definitely, if you guys... Um, you know, don't like to go ahead and watch the games live or something like that. You know, definitely go ahead and check those, check that out as well. I believe he does it on the radio. But um, the word that he ended up mentioning, accountability, accountability. Sorry, I cannot speak today, guys. So accountability. It is definitely the main thing to go ahead and talk about when it when it comes down to the Raiders. These guys need to understand. Not and it's not even accountability like. You want to make sure that your teammates are doing their job, but it's more of the sense that you want to make sure you're doing the job. You're doing your job, and by you doing your job, that's gonna and that's gonna maybe motivate somebody else. Hey, like, hey, this guy's stepping it up. I'm gonna step up, and so on and so forth. You have the whole team stepping up. You have the whole team working together in unison. You know, it unifies it unifies them. Now, it is it, it's gonna be a tough one. I'm really hoping that. 
between this and if you guys haven't seen it kj wright has has had a or had a media session and damn that was a badass media session he talks a lot about you know if the guys are you know tired or if they're you know kind of down on themselves and he's like you know that there's no room for for tired you if you're tired go home get out of here like it's this is not like we're not done yet kind of deal you know and, and that mentality is definitely the way how this whole team needs to be you know this team needs to go ahead and be you know fired up you know we can't be thinking like oh you know this this is the end of it you know we're on the we're on the downside of the of, of the of the league or, or on the of our journey you know if you would but well next this this game today sunday it's gonna be a big game it's an early game because it's in kansas city so hopefully you guys listen to this i'm really pumped up for the game i'm really thinking that we're gonna be able to you know, just come out there guns blazing and hopefully the guys can come out there with the victory. I'm really thinking that the offense is going to help out the defense in this in the sense of that the defense is not going to have to worry about getting the ball back so much, you know, because because of the uh, of, of the offense, you know, not being able to put up points and so on and so on and so on and so forth. I really think that it's going to be the first game that we're going to see that the running game complements passing game and so on and so forth as well, where both sides of the game or the, of the field are com- or the both sides of the ball are complementing each other. You know, speaking of complementing each other, speaking of things working out together, though, guys, I'm going to bring up the last segment of this podcast here, guys. And the reason why I say that it's about things working together things coming together to going to work out together is because miles turner has been talked and talked and talked and rumored to be in trade talks with the lakers or the lakers with the pacers if you would and this has happened since i want to say two years ago if you guys recall if you guys have been listening to my podcast for a long time you guys can definitely recall that i talked about miles turner being a potential trade um you know, target for the for the Lakers. You know, it's definitely a potential target for them for years. I want to say, kind of similar to like how it was with Dennis Schroeder. They talked about how they've been eyeing Dennis uh, for for so many years and how they wanted to bring him over to the Lakers for a couple years now. And it seems like Den, uh, or not Dennis, sorry, but Miles Turner is one of the guys that the, the Lakers have been looking at for quite some time now as well. And if it is the time, what a hell of a time, isn't it? Because. <laughs> The P, the 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 trade. Let me talk to you guys really about the trade that has that has really been the potential trade, the pro, or the the proposal that the Lakers can can put out there for the Pacers. Sorry for those of you guys who are big Taylor and Horton Tucker fans, but it's going to involve him. It's going to involve THT no matter what. He's the only guy who's young enough, who has enough upside, who has shown enough that he's good enough to to contribute to a team at this time. All you have to do is just give him the ball, give him enough touches, and he'll be able to do it. Now, the other thing as well here when it comes down to THT, guys, his um, his ability to be able to, you know, score at the basket, to be able to score in three different levels. Well, once he gets that three-point shot really down, and if he develops a floater, he's going to be really dangerous. And that's one of the things that got a lot of um, Laker fans kind of eh about wanting to, about wanting to go in and get this trade going for him. It's because he has so much upside. But Miles Turner, I think, is is a guy who's going to be able to come 
and help us win now. It's going to put AD at the four. It's going to put him at the five. It's going to be really, really great defensively, if you ask me. It's going to help um, Frank Vogel kind of solidify that too big, you know, kind of look when it comes down to it. And as well, Miles Turner, he's a three. He can shoot a three-pointer, and he can shoot them really well as well if you give him enough space and everything. He's just um, one of those kind of guys that, that can really change a team around. We'll talk a little bit more about potential things that and how it, how it would look and everything and so on, um, you know, another podcast, if it does happen or if it does get a little bit more closer to potential talks. Now, the last thing here that I did want to mention is the, uh, well, I actually didn't get a chance to finish it up here, guys, huh? So besides THT, it looks like Kendrick Nunn will actually be one of the other players that will be in the talks or, or in the potential trade. Um, that's definitely understandable. He's one of the guys that can make it up for that uh, that difference because THT's making right around 10 mil a year and Miles Turner's making right around 20 mil a year. So you need you need to make up that difference quite a bit. Uh, Kendrick Nunn is at 5 mil a year. Then that would have to go in and involve some sort of a draft pick that we would have to involve. And then maybe in, even another player or two, you know, that's making the minimum or something like that. Like a DeAndre Jordan because he's going to be in the center role. So maybe we can go in and put him in there and just kind of fluff it up a little bit if you would. So, guys, one the one last thing here that I did want to mention is on the defensive side of how freaking amazing this team can be with um, Miles Turner and, and Anthony Davis. Going back to 2015-2016 on that regular season, except with the exception for last year, Miles Turner and Anthony Davis have been in the top five for blocks for every year except with the exception for last year since 2015 2016 and just imagine having those two guys on your team and the and how frank vogel is just going to love the fact that he has two those two amazing shot blockers on their on his team or on his roster but anyways here guys that's going to finish it up i did just want to you know just drop a little bit of knowledge on on all that just drop a little bit of you know rumors and everything just kind of spice up the podcast right off the back <laughs> you know just kind of coming back from all that last thing that i did just want to go to mention i'll be continue on with more podcasts throughout the week especially now that i have everything all situated again just want to thank everybody for all the support all the all the loyalty and uh definitely just going to hit me up if anything hit me up you guys already know you guys can find me on instagram twitter west coast pod 702 west coast pod 702 hit me up on my email west coast sports podcast at gmail.com Thanks again, guys. Until next time, peace.